0: Welcome to Hope Church Online with Hope Church Birmingham. I'm Adam, the lead pastor. And let me go ahead and say, I am honored that you would tune in with us for this week's audio recording of our sermon. We are in the middle of our blank canvas series. And let me tell you, Uh, I hope you are being encouraged. I hope the start of 2024 is going well for you. And as we said at the very beginning, we believe that God is getting ready to do a new thing in and through you. And so we want to encourage you. We want to believe with you and pray with you. So let me just go ahead and say, if you haven't connected with us in person, we believe that discipleship happens best in authentic community. So we want you to lean into us, lean into relationship, whether in a small group, Sunday morning, or friends, or our social media groups that we have going on. We want you to be connected. So make sure you reach out to us at hopechurchbhm.com slash connect or in our social media pages at hopechurchbhm. Now, I'm excited to continue as we dive in to this week's message titled, Blank Canvas, Good Intentions, and Bad Habits. I'd like to start off this message with a reading from Hebrews 12, starting in verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinner such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint hearted. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Welcome. So here we are, tuning in, wherever you may be listening. We are in the middle of our Blank Canvas series where we are looking at how this year can look different for you and I. You see, I believe that this year you can walk in victory. This year you can walk in freedom. This year you can. Can walk in healing. And it starts with us being in submission in alignment with our God, who I believe wants to do a new thing in and through our lives. We all want that, right? That's, that's an easy idea to get behind that, that I want God to do something new in me. But as I've mentioned before, and as we're going to see today, it can be difficult to see things out sometimes in the new year. What I have found in the new year is that we often start with good intentions but sometimes can find ourselves in what i like to call bad habits it's the reason we end up at the end of the year going well i am not happy with blank i'm not happy with this it's like when i came, i cooked a, at home one time a banana bread and i was missing some key ingredients i did have the banana uh, but i was missing some ingredients and i cooked it and it turned out all right, but the product wasn't exactly as I wanted. Yeah, it had good flavor, but it just didn't have the consistency that I was expecting. And so the product was just eh, you know? But the truth is, the problem was not truly the product. The problem was my practice. What do I mean? The the things I put into action, the pattern, the practice that I put in... Resulted in a product that I was unsatisfied with and what I find myself many times and I find in the lives of others And I when I encounter and talk to them is that many times we're unhappy With the product that we have with our life And it's because whether we realize it or not, it's not simply just the product It's because of the practices that we've allowed in our life to determine our product that we end up with which isn't necessarily something We favor And I think this is because, not because we start off the year going, oh, I want a bad product. Many times we start off the year, I want a good product. I want, I have the best of intentions. I want 2024 to be a year like never before. But then we fall into the trap of a cycle of getting into bad habits that we had in the year prior or season prior. And we find ourselves in the same old, same old, and we will desire something new and a fresh start, but we're stuck in the same old things. Hand up as I'm speaking, confession time. I have a bad habit and that bad habit is heavy breathing. Here's what I mean. It happens often and it's not when I'm out of breath. I'm not talking about being out of shape. (laughs) I'm talking about sometimes I'm a heavy breather when I get bad news or when I'm in deep thought, when I'm Asked maybe to do something I don't necessarily want to do. I don't shout. I don't scream. I just simply heavy breathe. Kind of one of these. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) So several of those to give you an idea. And my family knows this. And they regularly make fun of it. Because I so sometimes do this breathing pattern. (laughs) And I tell you that because we all fall into bad habits. Maybe yours is social media scrolling for hours. Maybe it's grinding your teeth. Maybe it's procrastinating. But I tell you this because I think sometimes we also do it in our spiritual journey. And it is important for us. This message, I'm talking about this because I believe it is important for us to identify that there may be a cycle of bad habits that we are falling victim to in our life. And sometimes we get caught in this cycle. And if we're not careful, we'll be held back by our past. Christine Kane, a pastor and author said, The enemy uses our past to define our present and derail our future. But in Christ, we have the power to break free from destructive cycles. I will say that again. In Christ, we have the power to break free from these destructive cycles. That's good news. But hear me, your habits, both good and bad, can subtly impact your day. Maybe even seemingly going unnoticed. Until you look at it with the thought that this may matter. Habits in your life matters. Your scripture reading, it matters. Your prayer life, it matters. Accountability with Christians, it matters. They all impact you greatly. Because habits wield massive influence in our lives. And because they do, sometimes so largely outside of our conscious awareness, our habits can serve our purpose without us even realizing it. So in the same way, we can have bad habits. We also can have good habits, but we've got to be aware as Christians, as Christ followers, that when they impede our purpose in Christ, they are spiritual and physical enemies. Now, let me tell you, we're not alone in this. Humans have been facing bad habits and falling into cycles of things that they shouldn't be in for millennia. Even Paul, Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 7, 15 through 20, he talks about his struggle of doing what he doesn't want to do. He says, I do not understand what I do for I want to do or for what I want to do. I do not do, but what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good as it is. It is no longer I myself who do it. There's a lot of wordplay there that is interesting for us to embrace, but Paul is saying, and he has an awareness and a transparency that I believe is, is healthy for us to look at. He says, I make mistakes. I struggle He goes, I'm doing things I don't want to do. I fall into sin and it can't, I can't let that keep happening. I don't want to do evil. I've got to be aware of it and I've got to make sure that I don't allow this to be in me, but I choose a place of life. If Paul struggled, friends, then who am I to say that I will not struggle? Who am I to say that I don't have to be aware of habits in my life? Friends, we have to. And the title, as I mentioned earlier, is the title of our message is Good Intentions and Bad Habits. Friends, I believe that the year of 2024 can be the best yet in your life. But I believe if we're going to see growth like we've never seen before, if we're going to start this year off with a blank canvas and go, God, I'm going to allow you to be the author of my story. I'm going to allow you to hold a paintbrush. I'm going to allow you to mold me, shape me, and make you into who you've called me to be. Then it starts with setting forth good intentions, the right habits, and the right relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being carefully aware that there may be certain tendencies of bad habits in my walk. So today, as I read in Hebrews, um, I want us to look a little deeper at how that passage of Hebrews 12 can propel us in pursuing our purpose for Christ. Hebrews 12 said, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So how can we set forth good intentions with a blank canvas mindset? I believe it starts with us. Laying aside every weight. Friends, sin can hold us back. But there are also things that may not be sin, as Paul wrote, every weight, but are merely hindrances that can keep us from running effectively the races called, God's called us to. Our choices are not always between right and wrong, but sometimes may be between something that simply may hinder us and something else that may not. And so I have to ask you as you're listening, is there a weight in your life that you've been walking with that you may need to lay aside? Recently, my family and I, we went to Disney World on vacation and I carried a small crossbody backpack. It's decent size. I mean, on a normal day, I can fit my iPad in there, my wallets, keys, a few things, a water bottle on the side. But when I went to Disney World, I was like, this will be great because I don't want to carry a big backpack. This would be great for me to carry to the parks. And when I was getting it ready, I initially had it very full. I had ponchos in there because you never know when it's going to rain in Florida. I had water bottles. Why would I want to pay for expensive water when I can have my own? I had a phone charger. I had my wallet. I had some snacks in there for the kids. This bag was packed to the seams. I put it on as I was getting ready and I was like, this is all right. But I feel like at 10 p.m. tonight, I'm going to want this off because this is going to be way too heavy for me to carry around all day. So what I do? I I'd identify what I needed to leave out of the bag for the day, some things that were not necessary. We must identify common weights in our life that do not belong that can cause hindrances, such as doubt, fear, complacency, unconfessed sin addictions. These things are weights that will slow us down as we're pursuing the race and running the race to move towards who God is calling us to do. Paul talks in Galatians 5, 19-21, identifying the ways of the flesh being weights that things that we should avoid and never do because they hold us back. So, Are there things that you need to lay aside? Because then the writer of Hebrews says, run with endurance. God set before you and I, each of us, a race. And whether we want to or not, we're in it. And I can tell you, we must run it. And it involves effort and commitment. God wants us to run the race and to finish it right. In 2024, let's run the race and let's finish it right. Then we continue in Hebrews 12 looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So how can we overcome addiction? How can we move past weight? How can we endure this race? We fix our eyes on Jesus. In the ancient Greek, looking unto Jesus, this, this phrase here, uses a verb that implies a definite looking away from other things and a present looking to Jesus. So it's not simply just looking towards Jesus. It's looking away, actively taking effort. I'm no longer looking at things that would distract me. I'm putting my blinders on and I'm looking to Jesus, the one who is the founder and perfecter of my faith. Don't even look upon the race course. Don't even look upon the competitors. Look to Jesus in the race. Rick Warren said, when we focus on our problems, we lose sight of God. But when we focus on God, our problems lose their power over us. Some of us have been walking in problems and they feel overwhelming. They feel overpowering. And it's because we haven't been looking at our God who was grand, our God who created the universe, our God who was a creator, our God who's a savior, a God who's a protector, a provider. This is our God. And too often, we look at the problems and go, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. Oh my goodness, this is too big for me. Oh my goodness, this is too big for God. And we never go to Him. We go to the problem first before we go to God. But the reverse should happen. When we go to God, then we look at our problem and go, my God is bigger. You may be thinking, but Pastor, I'm so easily distracted. You don't understand the season I've been in. Friends, maybe you are in a season of difficulty. Where you, the season you've been in, you may have had to persevere. Maybe you don't understand the why of this past year or the season you're in. I've been in seasons in my life where I didn't understand why things went the way they did. There were seasons in my life that have been difficult, valley moments. When Ashley and I were in our early in our marriage, we We had a miscarriage, and not only was it a miscarriage, but it was a time where Ashley went through great medical difficulty, and we thought we might lose her, and and we thought we were never going to be able to have children. It was a very, very difficult time, and I didn't understand why. But we had bad news. I didn't understand why COVID happened in 2020 when three weeks after we launched Hope Church and why people lost their lives during that. I I didn't understand why my father-in-law passed away suddenly and unexpectedly, and I still don't. But hear me loud and clear. In these difficult seasons, I may not have made it through those seasons beautifully and necessarily with my head just perfectly held high, but I made it through them, not because I understood the why, But because I understood the who, I knew who would get me through that. And it was Jesus. Jesus is the one who is the author and perfecter and founder of my faith. He is the one who gave his life for you and I. He is the one that hung on the cross and said, Adam, even though he may make mistakes, even though he's going to go through difficulty, even though he may do the wrong thing, even though he may fall, even though. I love him and I will give my life for him because he's worth it. Because I want him to spend eternity with me and my father in heaven. And so I understand I may not always know why I'm going through a season, but I can sure tell you, I know who will allow me to make it through. So this year of going, I have a blank canvas. It doesn't matter what 2023 looked like. It doesn't matter what 2022 looked like. What I want you to know that matters is who Jesus looks like in your life. We must look to him because he gets us through seasons of difficulty. He is the one who guides me and walks with me in this race. I'm not in this race alone. I'm in this race with Jesus and he is hand in hand, side by side. So I want you to be encouraged, friends. In this blank canvas year, start embracing the opportunities of good intentions and refuting bad habits. As we push forward in this race, let's have an understanding of what's before us, a moment of something new. Some of us need to break cycles of bad habits, sin, and some of these things may have been generational. Because we have Jesus as Savior, we have transformative power of God's grace in providing fresh starts. Friends, we we don't have to be perfect, but I want you to be encouraged. God's grace is sufficient. And you can overcome whatever challenge, whatever difficulty that you've been in. Whatever cycle that has been destructive and a bad habit, I believe you can overcome it. It's not the product that is the issue. It is the pattern. And I believe we can break the pattern through the power of the Holy Spirit and the person of Jesus Christ. It's okay to not have everything figured out. But I want you to look to the one who will help you figure it out. And his name is Jesus. That transformative power in him. Recently, I've been reading through the the Old Testament with great detail. And I, I was looking at the story of Joseph recently. And Joseph, if you're not familiar with the story, he was favored by his father, Jacob, also known as Israel. His brothers were in sin and jealous of his favoritism of his father. And he was betrayed by them. He was betrayed, sold in slavery, was bought, was in was taken to a very wealthy man by the name of Potiphar. He was shown favor and Potiphar's wife tries to get him to commit adultery. He was given an opportunity to sin, but he refused it. And he was ultimately punished by it because his wife lied. He was in prison, forgotten, but he kept being faithful to God and he kept finding favor. Then he moved up into the Pharaoh's right hand. He found favor And I'm sure opportunity to change and do wrong came, but he continued to be faithful to God. And at one point in his story, we see that his long lost brothers come to him needing help, not recognizing who he was. And in that story, to give you the summary points, he forgives, he restores, and transforms their lives. You see, Joseph was a cycle breaker. His father was had betrayed. His brother had betrayed. Jacob betrayed his brother and his father. Joseph's siblings had forgotten the ways of God and betrayed him. His grandfather had made decisions that did not always honor God. But Joseph embraced an opportunity of being faithful to a God who allowed him to overcome the pit, to overcome addiction, to overcome slavery, to overcome uh, bitterness and anger to overcome these things and these cycles of generational bad habits. He overcome it because he said, I will be faithful in pursuing a God who has a plan and a promise for me and my family line. Friends, you and I can draw a line in the sand and say, no more devil. This is my life that God has given me. And I take control because Jesus Christ says my life is worth it. And friends, I believe when we are able to change the pattern and the practices of bad habits into good intentions and good practices, focusing on God's word, his prayer, his relationship, we will be changed by the life-changing transformative grace and power and mercy of Jesus Christ. And we will find healing, purpose, love, joy, and happiness, gentleness, these fruits of the Spirit will become natural to us. So what do we do? We must lay aside the weights and we must look to Jesus. And I believe this blank canvas will be one that is done with purpose. Start by declaring your intentions. Even as you're listening, say, I declare that I am going to make 2024 different. I declare that this week, I'm going to make some changes. Maybe you need to write it down. I am going to overcome this cycle of sin. I am going to do it not because of myself, but because Jesus is with me. Identify areas of struggle. I want to encourage you, if there's areas that you know, identify bad habits and and break them. Get somebody to pray with you. Get someone to be accountable to you. And then lay them aside. Give it to Jesus, friends. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. So let's not choose to walk in addiction. Let's not choose to walk in difficulty. Let's walk in life. Can I pray for you? God, thank you for my friends who are listening to this message. I pray that no matter the season, no matter the place that they're in, that they know that they are not alone, that this year can be different. I pray whatever they may be facing right now, that they don't be overwhelmed by the what or the why, but they are comforted by the who that is your son, Jesus. Lord, I pray that even as I'm speaking, your Holy Spirit is reminding me those that may be in a cycle of sin or generational cycle of sin. I pray that you will give them the power to overcome it through the Holy Spirit, that they will say, no longer will I walk in this way. I will walk in freedom because you have something planned for them. God, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for your son, Jesus, and the joy and the love that he is. Thank you for freedom. And then we pray. Amen. So friends, let's have good intentions. Let's toss bad habits into the past. Well, friends, I hope you were encouraged with today's message. Uh, if it encouraged you, and you know someone that maybe could be lifted up that by this message, feel free to share this podcast. If you haven't followed us or liked our podcast, make sure to subscribe wherever you may be listening. But feel free to share it on social media. Send the text. You never know who needs a little hope in their week. Because I believe hope is here for you and I, and it is found in Jesus. So, friends, I hope you're encouraged, and we look forward to seeing you real soon.